I want to talk about the world of crime. This will be the completed story of the world of crime because I was sharing memories of that life I was forced to live at five years old. And this will be the most up-to-date about it with the whole crime narrative of my five-year-old life. I was sharing these memories with my best friend about all this. So in the crime world, people are abandoned, deserted, desolate, destitute, desperate, empty, unused, vacated, left, neglected, relinquished, lonely, forsaken, solitary, hopeless, cast off, cast aside, cast away, forgotten, shunned, forlorn, avoided, outcast, rejected, helpless, unfortunate, alone, discarded, scorned, lost, doomed, friendless, wretched, thrown overboard, out on a limb, waiting at the church, left in the lurch, in the cold, left holding the bag. In the crime world, people experience abuse, misuse, debasement, degradation, desecration, injury, damage, harm, hurt, wrong, injustice, insult, mistreatment, violation, malevolence, mishandling, mismanagement, pollution, defilement, perversion, the unethical kind of prostitution, Those are aspects of the crime world that happens. When I was in the crime world, I was working for some Mexican drug cartels against my will. The Italian mafia took me to meet these Mexican drug cartels. Now, some of the people that I was forced to have as quote-unquote customers and quote-unquote work with were people who were hit men and hit women. A hit man is a guy who's usually paid to kill or would kill somebody or kill people for free. Then you have hit, a hit woman is women who are paid to kill and women who kill somebody and people for free. So in the drug cartels that I was in, I was forced to have hit men and hit women as quote-unquote co-workers. For example, the hitmen and hitwomen, that's Spanish for Cesarios, the armed group within the drug cartel responsible for carrying out assassinations, kidnappings, thefts, and extortions. Operating protection rackets and defending their plaza turf from rival groups in the military. Some of the some of my co-workers in the Mexican drug cartels were the Falcons, Spanish Halcons. Considered as the eyes and ears of the streets, the Falcons are the lowest rank in any drug cartel. They're responsible for supervising and reporting the activities of the police, the military, and rival groups. Some of the people I was forced to work alongside with, in quotations, working is always in quotations, were... Lieutenants, Spanish 
Tenientes, the second highest position in the drug cartel organization responsible for supervising the hit men and hit women and falcons in their own territory. They're allowed to carry out low-profile murders without permission from their bosses. And the biggest part of the Mexican drug cartels were the drug lords. I would say that I had that I was forced to have more women drug lords uh, than men drug lords. And because it's a Mexican drug cartel, Latinas were my drug lords. A drug lord, Spanish Capos, the highest position in a drug cartel, responsible for supervising the entire drug industry, appointing territorial leaders, making alliances, and planning high-profile murders. There are other operating groups within the drug cartels. I know when I was hustling, forced to hustle for Mexican drug cartels, there were drug producers and suppliers. They are the critical operators of any drug cartel, especially the ones I was forced to be in, along with the financiers and money launderers. In addition, the arms suppliers operate in a completely different circle. But they were part of the the logistics of the cartels that I was placed in. And the completely different circle is the suppliers are not as not the the suppliers are not the focal point is what is being said the drug lords are so so the Italian mafia will sometimes have meetings they would take me with them and in some of those meetings, that's how I got to meet these Mexican drug cartels and my Mexi- and the Mexican drug cartels. Some of the lieutenants were women. Some of the hit women were women. Some of the hitmen were women. So some so the hit women were more numerous than the hit men. And some of the Falcons were women. It was amazing how in the Mexican drug cartels, there's more women than men when it came to being the Falcons, the hit men, the lieutenants, and the drug lords. So there were more Mexican women being Falcons, hit men, lieutenants, and drug lords. But they were like Latinas, you know what I mean? It was it was wild. Well, it's unwordable. I can't say wild because it's worse than wild. I'll just say it's unwordable and it makes me speechless. I'll say that. I learned that in therapy. It's okay to be speechless and not try to word every reality because some are just unwordable. So... It does get worse, y'all. Because these things have to be uh, talked about. So, in the Italian mafia that I was forced to be around, I met women bosses. I 
and men bosses. There were more women bosses than the men bosses. So the boss is the boss is the head of the family, usually reigning as a dictator, sometimes called the Don or Godfather. In this case, because they're more women, they were called the Godmothers. The boss receives a cut of every operation. Operations are taken on by every member of the family and of the region's occupying family. Depending on the family, the boss may be chosen by a vote from the cop poor regimes of the family in the event of a tie the underboss must vote in the past all the members of a family voted on the boss but by the late 1950s any gathering such as that usually attracted too much attention in practice many of these elections are seen as having an inevitable result such as that of john Gotti in 1986 according to sammy gravano a meeting was held in a basement during which all capos were all capos were searched and Gotti's men stood Immensely behind them, Gotti was then proclaimed boss. So I was exposed to that in my being forced to have dealings with the mafia. The underboss. I met more women underbosses than men underbosses, all within the mafia. And again, I met more women bosses in the mafia than men bosses in the mafia. The underboss, usually appointed by the boss, is the second in command of the family. The underboss often runs the day-to-day responsibilities of the family or oversees its most lucrative rackets. They usually get the underboss usually gets a percentage of the family's income from the boss's cut. The underboss is usually first in line to become acting boss if the boss is in prison, and it's also frequently seen as a logical successor. So I did witness that within the mafia too. I met more women consigliers in the mafia than men consigliers in the mafia. The consiglier is an advisor to the family, sometimes seen as the boss's right-hand man because the women outnumbered the men in the world of crime I was in, seen as the boss's right-hand woman. They... The consiglier is used as a mediator of disputes and often acts as a rep. The consiglier is used as a mediator of disputes and often acts as a representative or aid for the family in meetings with other families, rival criminal organizations, and important business associates. In practice, the consiglier is normally a third-ranking member of the administration of a family and was treat and was traditionally a senior member carrying the utmost respect of the family and deeply familiar with the inner workings of the organization. A boss will often appoint a trusted close friend or personal advisor to serve as their official consigliere. I witnessed that in the mafia. So I witnessed the bosses and the structure of that, the underbosses and the structure of that and the consigliere. In the structure of that. Notice, structure and working are all in quotations. Keep in mind, this is an illegitimate industry. And I say industry in quotations, too. So, in the crime world, with the mafia, I witness soldiers. There are more women soldiers than men soldiers in the mafia. Soldier, soldato in Italian. A soldato or soldier is an inducted or made member of the mafia in general, an inducted member of a particular mafia crime family. And traditionally, they can only be of full Italian background, though today many families require men to be of only half Italian descent on their father's side. Well, they didn't apply that to the women. They're like, does she have any... Italian heritage, yeah, then that's how she became a soldier. Okay, she's willing to be a tough girl. You know, they say, like, tough guy. That's how it is in that world. And because it was obvious that they these women were into it, they didn't care. They're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, she's a part of us. They That's how women were initiated. Then it says, once a member is made... They are untouchable, meaning permission from a soldier's boss must be given before they are murdered. 
When the books are open, meaning that a family is accepting new members, a made man, or in this case, a made woman, may recommend an up-and-coming associate to be a new soldier. I had to pause right there because that they tried to make me the new soldier when I was five. And then once a member is made, in this case, the woman was untouch untouchable. Even though he is untouchable, they also in, they also applied the untouchability to women in that world of crime with the mafia. And it says soldiers are the main workers of the family, usually committing crimes like assault, murder, extortion, intimidation, etc. In return, they are given profitable rackets to run by their superiors and have full access to their family's connections and power. I saw these things in the mafia world. I so I knew more women, caporegimes, or capos than men caporegimes or capos. When it came to the mafia, a caporegime also captain or skipper is in charge of a crew. A group of soldiers report directly to them. Each crew usually contains ten to twenty soldiers and many more associates. A capo is appointed by the boss and reports to the boss or the underboss. A captain gives a percentage of their and their underlings' earnings to the boss and is also responsible for any tasks assigned, including murder. In labor racketeering, it is usually a capo who controls the infiltration of union locals. If a capo becomes powerful enough, they can sometimes wield more power than some of their superiors. In cases like Anthony Corallo, they might even bypass the normal mafia structure and leave the family when the boss dies. I saw that in the mafia world. In the mafia world, there were more women associates than men associates. It says, an associate is not a member of the mafia, but works for a crime family. Nonetheless, associates can include a wide range of people who work for the family. An associate can have a wide range of duties, from virtually carrying out the same duties as a soldier to being a simple errand boy. This is where prospective mobbers, mobsters, connected guys start out to prove their worth. Once a crime family is accepting new members, the best associates of Italian descent are evaluated and picked to become soldiers. Now, these mafia members thought I was Italian because Antonio can be a Spanish or Italian name. And when I was with the Mexican drug cartels, they thought that I I 100% qualify to be a part of the Mexican drug cartels because my name is Spanish. And the mafia said, well, your name is Italian, so you're a black Italian. While the Mexican drug cartels said I was a black Spanish person. And so that's why my name made them think he can, he can be a part of our worlds because he's Italian and Spanish. That's why they had me meet them. Um, once a crime family is accepting new members, the best associates of Italian, the best associates of Italian descent, are evaluated and picked to become soldiers. An associate can also be a criminal who serves as a go-between in criminal transactions, or sometimes deals in drugs to keep police attention off the actual members. Or they can simply be people the family does business with, restaurant owners, etc. In other cases, an associate might be a corrupt labor union delegate or business man, or in this case, or business woman. Non-Italians will never go any further than this, although many non-Italian associates in the mafia, such as Mayor Lansky, Bugsy Siegel, Murray Humphreys, Mickey Cohen, Frank Rosenthal, Gus Alex, Bumpy Johnson, Frank Sheeran, Jimmy Hoffer, Jake Gusick, 
Gerard Oyemet and James Burke wielded extreme power with their respective crime families and carried the respect of actual mafia members. Wow. It was... It's unwordable that in the minds of the actual mafia members, I wielded extreme power to them because all the mafia people I was around were crime families and they had their warped sense of respect for me. Yeah, for me, quotations. So yeah, I experienced all the definitions of associates, soldiers, capoe regimes or capos, captains, skippers, consigliers, underbosses, and bosses in the life of the mafia. There were more women bosses, more women underbosses, more women consigliers, more women capoe regimes or capos, captains, skippers, soldiers, sedatos, and associates than the men when it came to all these positions in the quote-unquote structure of the mafia. Um, There was a code of silence in the world of crime, which is sadly normal. And so the mafia witnessed that it was mandatory to have no cooperations with authorities, the government, outsiders. And when it came to being questioned by authorities and outsiders, either lie or don't talk at all. And in the ma- in the mafia world that I was around, homosexuality and transgenderism was considered worthy of death. And I did witness gay and trans people being killed in my presence when I was five. And... Being considered to be a person with disabilities was also considered worthy of death. So if you had physical handicaps, as it used to be called back in the old school era, or you would consider what some people still say, quote unquote, the outdated term special needs. I saw people with disabilities and people with special needs being killed in my presence when I was five. That's why I hid my autism And I hid my gender fluidity and sexual fluidity from the mafia back then. Um, And all the mafia male members I knew had mistresses. So being a one-woman man, even though they agreed to be a one-woman man with their wives... They felt like it's okay for me to have reckless and callous attitudes towards women when it comes to sex in all areas of life regarding women, including their spouses. And it was more common for the women to have more... To have more male lovers or paramours, if you will, that were men than the women than the men did. So you had more women cheating on their husbands than husbands cheating on their wives. 
So every man in the mafia that I was around cheated on their wives and I met all their mistresses. And their mistresses were members of the crime families too, just like their wives. So that sometimes they committed crimes together, but you had the wives who would sleep with men, sometimes within the mafia, sometimes outside the mafia, but it was like, hey, some of the mafia members would fight and kill each other over what was happening. Um, But that happened sporadically. It was mostly... where it was kept under wraps, but I knew about it. Or it was known, but... It was tolerated because the guy could only do so much to stop it. And he's and he's like, hey, you because they would get mad and, and start fighting each other. But because he would he started the cheating, he had to tolerate it. And so in the world of crime, women problems I've witnessed personally have gotten people beaten and killed. In some cases, it was tolerated. Didn't like it, but you couldn't have a problem with it because if you started the cheating, then you can't be mad when your wife cheats because you help inspire her to cheat by you cheating first. That's That's a facet of criminology that is not talked about as well as it should. So you have more women cheating with male mistresses than the men with female mistresses. I met all the people they cheated with. You had mistresses as male and female with women um, committing crimes together. There were times where did I ever see them sexually cheat and have emotional affairs with their male mistresses, female mistresses, all the time. Sometimes they take me to homes of friends they were staying in, and when they wanted to have sex, they sometimes did it right in front of me. And you know, being in the crime world, sometimes public sex was normal, whether it's in the mafia, whether it's in the drug cartels or not, because all the cheating and doing crimes together with people that are sleeping with your spouses, that all occurred in the Mexican drug cartels too. So all these lust triangles and love triangles and all the sexual escapades that happen unmarried as well as sexual escapades in the form of remorseless, regretless infidelities. I literally saw that happen in front of me all the time. So from what I remember with that world... The drug cartels are like the Spanish versions of the mafia. So I remember sometimes because Northwest DC has a high Hispanic population. So that's how I was able to be around the drug cartels. And um, as for Italians, you do have a lot of Italian-friendly places in Northwest D.C., so go figure. So that's what I witnessed in that world. I saw all the reckless sexual 
callous attitude towards men and women when it came to husbands, wives, and how they treated each other, mistreated each other. And I saw how in every area of life with men, the women were, were callous and reckless too. I saw public sex in the streets all the time. Most of the criminals and crime leaders were black indigenous people of color. So most of the drug lords that I was quote unquote first to work for were black indigenous women of color. So you had more black women drug lords than Latinas drug lords when I was five years old. So I worked for street crews, worked in quotations. But all of the drug lords I was forced, I was forced to quote unquote report for, report, quote unquote report to as my quote unquote bosses were more black women than Latinas. Did I see people divorce their spouses to marry mistresses, male and female, when it came to women and men in the mafia and the drug cartels? Yes, I saw it. It was all about social status and Financial greatness came to the cheating, too. I saw women who felt like they needed to have as many male sexual partners as they could, and I actually saw that happen in front of me. I also saw women were victimized by men saying, I need to have as many female sexual partners as I can. Of course, they said these things in crude, vulgarity-based ways, of course, but that was communicated, and I saw that happen, too. I saw these things happen to drug cartels and the mafia as well. So the crimes that I saw the Italian Mafia and the Mexican drug cartels do are arson, assaults, bribery, counterfeiting, drug trafficking, extortion, fencing, fraud, Illegal gambling, loan sharking, money laundering, murder, pornography, prostitution, racketeering, robbery, smuggling, theft, weapons, trafficking. I saw these things happen in the Mexican drug cartels and Italian mafias. I say again. So I had... So I was around Italians... And those of Hispanic descent when it came to people. That were my co-workers working and so-called co-workers. It was torturous. It was tormenting. It was vile. I have genuine outrage about all this in my heart. And uh, 
I just am de- I'm just feeling devastation like when I was in the world of crime I saw This is what I saw in terms of facial expressions. I saw criminals blinking quickly, meaning distress or discomfort, or blinking too little, which may mean that they're trying to control their eyes. I saw them being dilated, showing interest or even arousal. I saw them staring intensely, which could show attention or anger, and looking away, showing discomfort or distraction. As when it came to their mouths, I remember four smiles and people use and criminals using their mouths to mask other emotions their faces conveying. Their faces were conveying. I saw criminals using their mouths to convey more than just smiles. I saw their drop jaws, which signal surprise, open mouths showing fear. One side of the mouth raised, which indicated hate and contempt. Raised corners, meaning happiness, corners that are drawn drawn down conveying sadness. The other signals I saw were lip biting, which may be a sign of anxiety, pursed lips showing distaste, covering the mouth, which could mean they're hiding something. I, when it came to their eyebrows, I saw them being raised and arched, showing surprise, lowered and knit together, often meaning anger, sadness, or fear, drawn up in the inner corners, which could convey sadness. I saw their facial expressions expressing triumph, surprise, sadness, pain, interest, elation, doubt, disappointment, desire, contentment, contempt, confusion, concentration, awe, anger, Amusement, disgust, fear, happiness. I saw the smirks, the grinnings, the Dr. Evil laughs, the Dr. Evil look, a face. I saw clenched fists, raised fists, the gritting and clenching of the teeth and the talking through the clenching the gritting of the teeth when they were angry. So in the crime world, this will be the last statement I make about this part of my life. You do have testers in that world. They sometimes test drugs for free or or they get paid to test drugs. So you have testers, sometimes they survive, and some have died. In the drug world, it's guys over Females. And you have female misogynists and male misogynists in that world. You also have male misandrists, female misandrists in that world too. But in that world, you know, the mafia and the drug cartels, there was racism and colorism that was shown by just how they would talk. Uncensored, by the way, uncensored talk. I knew 
of women who killed more people and committed more violence than Howard Pappy Mason. I knew more women who were bigger drug lords than Gerald Prince Miller. And the crime, all the crimes I saw, the women committed more of them than the men. The women committed more of the state crimes, federal crimes, city crimes, violent crimes, murderous crimes, drug crimes, robbery crimes, all the other types of crimes that the men did. Because the crime world is homophobic, lesbophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, ableist, racist, adult supremacist world. And it's no lie. You have adults who are willing to buy hardcore drugs from children. So... Proper grammar is not important in the crime world, especially a healthy education. They look down on people who do more than just graduate from high school. In the crime world, I must admit that There's a, there are warped senses of aptitude, intelligence, innate qualities, powers, potency, worth, talent, gift, genius, capability, competence, proficiency, adeptness, qualifications, knowledge, self-sufficiency, techniques, craft, skill, artistry, cunning, skillfulness, dexterity, facility, flair, finesse, mastery, cleverness, deafness, experience, ingenuity, strength, understanding, faculty, comprehension, makings, Sense what it takes, brains, knack, the hang of something, and the know-how. They're all warped when it comes to the crime world. They are cunning. That is for real, sadly. And so... In the world I was in, the women were more feared and quote-unquote loved and quote-unquote respected than the men were. The women were more intimidating than the men. The crime world, they tried to turn me into Howard Pappy Mason, but they failed miserably. That same crime world tried to turn me into Gerald Prince Miller, but they failed me miserably. And for those of you that don't know who Pappy Mason is, he's a convicted American drug trafficker and convicted organized crime figure. Gerald Prince Miller was the fe- used to be the feared, violent and murderous leader of the Supreme Team in Jamaica Queens. The Supreme Team was an organized crime syndicate that operated throughout the 1980s in New York City. Hmm. And so that's 
last set of memories I have, there was just a lot of, I saw a lot of cheating, a lot of adultery. I heard all things and saw all things when it came to sex. I remember the female drug lords, the female falcons, the female lieutenants, the female hitmen, and the Mexican drug cartels. They did sexually assault me and rape me. And, um, all the female bosses, underbosses, consigliers, capora gems, capos, captains, skippers, soldiers, sedatos, and associates, they all rape me in the mafia, too. I remember just walking the streets and you would just, some women started following me. I remember inquiring why, and they reiterate their order for me to come where they were. Like, come here. I wouldn't. That's how some women were not able to rape me. And there are others who, they had weaponry on them, like guns and and knives and tasers and baseball bats. And that's a steep on the South, but some criminals actually walk around with it. And so because of their weaponry and because of how many people were around them that were just as dangerous, that's how they were able to sexually assault me and rape me, just following them out in the streets, walking around. And... I must say that it's hard for me to say these things. It's more than it's hard for me to say these things. What am I saying? Because in the crime world, people have to deal with insults, mistreatment, maltreatment, persecution, offenses being ill-treated, being debased and depraved and tainted. And that's, you know, to do wrong to and being mishandled and being perverted. These things are some serious. Most of these things are serious. So, I remember trying to hold on to God, but I was questioning God like, why'd you allow the mafia and the Mexican drug cartels and these street crews in DC to make it? excruciating to try to even believe in you and worship you and praise you and serve you. Another reason why I'm in the Black Atheist Club on Clubhouse is because the God of the Bible and the God of religious texts comes off genocidal, horophobic, phobic towards gender and sexual diversity, sex negative, slavery loving, 
misogynistic, misandrous deity. Those are the type of deities I see in these canons. And to hold on to God. And the only thing I had to hold on to my grandma. Pain is not even the word to describe how that makes me feel. something that I'm just amazed that I'm even having the courage to even talk to y'all about and I'll end with this all the bad things you see in the movies and television programming depictions are all real. It's just in person. It's a, it's all if it any times worse. Okay, I'm gonna really end with this complete sentence. Crime is unkind to all of our minds.